What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 104th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's going on, dude? Dude, uh, not a lot. Um, ready to talk about some Swaga because there is a... Okay, so there's not like any big updates this week, but I think we have plenty to talk about. I think it's actually going to be kind of a fun episode. Uh, we have listener questions to go back over. We are going to do a mid-year update because at the beginning of the year, we talked about the things that we wanted in 2018 from Swaga. So we're kind of going to go back over that and talk about what we're hoping for the second half of the year as well as some other stuff. I'm really, I really, I think it's going to be really cool to go over what we talked about on, you know, the, within the first four days of the new year, I think it was, and what we wanted and what's happened in the first six months of this game and see just kind of what we wanted and what has happened. I was kind of surprised on some of these things that we talked about. So that'll be an interesting segment for sure. Indeed. I agree. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Other than what's going on with me, I am. Uh, my house is has not been sick. Anyone in it hasn't been sick for that, like a week good. and a half. So nice. like, it's like heaven for the last week and a half. So that's been good. Um, you know, just chilling. Good old summer stuff. Staying inside since it's over a hundred and ten every day now here. Oh, so. ho, ho. I've been whining about I've our ninety met- fives. Of course, it is incredibly muggy here, but. 110? So, let me just mention this as well. And I I meant to mention it like two podcasts ago. But for everyone that's watching, and if you see me start to glow more as the podcast goes on, you can tell that it's (laughs) become summer because... Last summer when we started on Twitch, <laughs> I don't turn my fan on because the fan makes noise in the microphone and the air conditioner's on, but, you know, it's freaking hot. So by the time this ends, I look like Santa Claus because I'm bright red and shiny. So if you guys are seeing that on the Twitch stream, you will know what's going on because I will be sweating my butt off. So enjoy yep. that. You need to get a fan to actually put So I heard you had computer. a dream. Oh, Okay. So I actually I could probably do that. Actually, let's talk a, about your dream instead. It's actually a story, and it's a story all about how my life is about to get flipped, turned upside down. I might be having real internet soon. Real internet. I'm Thank not even kidding. God. Yes. <laughs> like if you're watching on Twitch, 
you know how bad the internet is. And there's a good chance that within the next six months to a year, I could have real internet. And it could be closer to the six-month mark. Uh, They've got fiber, like, right like right there literally like right over there <laughs> and uh they they're running like loops all around the city of fiber and then they're going like the people that are right against those main loops they're gonna be getting and i live in a neighborhood so i'm gonna get everybody in my neighborhood to sign up and say it say they want it they say if you get like five or so people in a neighborhood then they will raise your priority dramatically and we have awful internet here as you know so there's a good chance that <laughs> that my life is going to be a lot better in 2019 i cannot wait oh so you know around what episode 130 or so you know exactly you might have some decent you know it's youtube is saying too little too late to us that's all i know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's, but i like twitch no I enjoy Twitch, so I'm happy with Twitch. Indeed. Um, This (laughs) next thing I don't have, so we'll we'll put it in the show notes, but we have a phone number that you can call and leave us messages and questions and intros and stuff. Uh, The number is in the show notes. Check it out and start using it, people. Like We want to hear your voice. But the other thing... I've been working on the website a little bit, uh, trying to revamp it a little bit, working on a Swaggo 101 page. So if you have any like suggestions or anything, shoot them my way. But definitely go check that out. Something else that is really cool on the website, you can actually search um, through. It'll look through all of our show notes. This is why we put our sh- detailed show notes on the website. So you can get on there, search for a topic, and it will pop up all the episodes where we kind of talked about that topic. And, you know, you can click those show notes. It'll show you the approximate timestamp so you can go back and listen. It's a really useful resource. Uh, Somebody was actually asking me about something earlier this week. I was like, hey, go search on the website. And they went, searched on the website, bam, instantly found it. So that's a really cool resource that you can find there. And like I said, kind of revamping it so it's going to look a little bit better here pretty soon. And, um, uh, oh, the other thing that I am excited about. I'm just, I'm pumped. So if you're not already an Audible member, please go to audibletrial.com slash shattered order. You can go get the new Thrawn book, Thrawn Alliances. You can get it for free as a pre-order with that trial. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a special Discord channel. And in there, we're going to be talking about the Thrawn book. So... I don't know, we may do like X number of chapters per week or something, even if you have physical copy, whatever. I think it'd be really fun. Maybe, you know, once every couple weeks we'll get on there and maybe have a Discord chat about the book because I am really excited. The first one was so good and I am very, very pumped. I've already got it pre-ordered. I am just waiting for it to actually be released here later in July. And uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I like that you wrote in the notes, Wink's Book Club. Yeah, that's what it's I love be. that. Wink's this Book Club. If you thing. want to be part of Wink's Book Club, I should be. <laughs> you know what? I might actually start reading to be part of the club. Hey, there so, you go. Good idea. That'd be awesome. First, I got to learn, but we'll get there. 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll get there. <laughs> All right. Last thing I want to say, because we don't usually talk about it at the top of the show now, so I don't know if people miss it at the end, if they only listen to, you know, the first hour of the podcast and then decide, okay, they've been talking for a long time. But if you want to be part of a Discord server that talks nonstop, all day long, every day, even the nighttime, because I work nights and I see all those guys in there all night long chatting it up. So uh, go to discord.me slash shattered order. We got a lot of people on there, a lot of people talking uh, Sith Raid, random stuff about the game, all kinds of big tips for all the players out there, all kinds of good stuff, interactions with the podcast. You have an idea for a segment you want us to think about putting on the show, we look at all those. They give us ideas on those short, slow weeks. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on on our Discord. So discord.me slash shattered or discord.me slash shattered or go check it out. Awesome. Well, why don't we get into this? <laughs> hey, guys. What did you do in Sloga this week? Man, this has been a busy week for both of us. Uh, we have like a huge list of things yeah. here. Crazy. So, right after the last podcast, I was actually able to go ahead and get Grandmaster Yoda to Gear 12 finished. I was able to put all the pieces on him. Uh, I also got Scion to Gear 12 completely finished. And so, both those characters are finished except for the next Zeta which is definitely going on Grandmaster Yoda's leader ability because, I mean, why wouldn't it? Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. That'll, huh? that'll probably be Sunday. I was going to ask, I thought you already had it, and I was going to ask why you didn't, and then I remembered, and I don't want to bring up bad memories. So that's awesome. I can't wait for you to get it. I don't know what you're talking about. I repress bad memories. Good. It's good, good for my health. <laughs> so I don't really have any yes. current goals. So what I've been doing is I've been farming Holdo, Bays. I'm like 18 shards away from finally finishing Whoa, him. Whoa, Bays. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, hey. huh? I'm trying to finish things up. You might so. actually be able to use Beirut at some point. It, yeah, yeah, at some point, maybe. I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I am also farming Director Krennic and Visa Smar because she's she's pretty good in the raids, if you didn't know. Now, this is something that we can both relate to a little bit. Uh, I've been remodding my Night Sisters, and I don't have the Zeta for old Daka, but I think I found a solution that is going to work like a faux Zeta in a way. It is going to almost give me the benefits of the Zeta, Without the Zeta. So here's my What's plan. the Zeta, first off? Okay, so first of all, Old Daka's Zeta gives her 10% stacking health every time, I believe, a Night Sister dies. And gets, I don't know if it matters if they get revived or not, but die, revive, either way. Uh, she gets stacking 10% health. So in Phase 4 of the Heroic Sith Raid, what you'll notice is she gets a ridiculous amount of health. She gets it stacked up. She's almost impossible to kill. And her heal heals everyone for 50% of her max health. And so, I mean, if she gets 100,000 max health, when she uses that, she's healing everybody up. Well, the healing everybody up is the part that is important to me. I don't care about her max health. I generally don't have issues with her dying. 
but her heal doesn't do enough to get everybody back to full health. So what I have been looking at is a way to actually reduce the health on everybody. I can't really do it with Asajj because of the way her stacking health works. Plus, she has health still and she heals up anyway. But my zombie, I have Matador. She has no, no extra defense, no extra health, all offense and speed. So she would easily get full healed back to full health. Talia was the big one. Um, I run an offense set on her with some extra crit chance. Or sorry, not an offense set, but a crit... I believe it's a crit damage set with offense primaries. Three offense primaries and then a crit chance triangle. And uh, her health was a little bit too high. I had her at like 21, 22,000 health, I think. I removed every mod on her that had health. I actually put protection circles back on her. I haven't tested this team yet, but I'm really excited about what I think it's going to do. Because it dropped her health from 20-something thousand down to 17 because uh, mine's only gear 11, so she doesn't have a whole lot of extra health. And what that's going to do is allow uh, Daka to have a far better chance actually healing her up. And I am working on Daka. I remodded her with uh, three health sets. She's got tons of health primaries on her. And I think once I get her to gear 12 and add those gear 12 pieces, I'll be able to get her to around 34,000 health. And that'll put me healing about 17,000. And that should be close enough that it would get Talia and Mother Talzin both back to full health, just about no matter where they're at. So that is going to be my strategy. That will allow me to go longer with Bonds of Weakness, and that is going to be my plan. So uh, I may get to talk about that next week. Not sure. Random thought. Um, Maybe you can answer this, because I don't use Night Sisters, so... I am gearing them, so we'll see what happens. But you said you changed Night Sister Zombies mods to not add extra health, right? Correct. What? So what is what is the benefit? So everyone wants this thing not geared, and they're mad when it's geared. And what can I do? Why do people put mods on night on zombie? So why don't you just leave the mods off? So the reason is because. One, she does actually attack, so putting more offense on her just gives you more damage output per attack, which is obviously good. Uh, Two, more speed means that she has a better chance to get an ability off. Anytime she uses an ability, she gains taunt, and you want her taunting as often as possible. That way you can attack Scion and get him to counter and kill Zombie. So those are the two primary reasons for doing that, and I was very specific the I actually have five mods on her. I don't have a diamond on her because it adds defense. The other five mods on her do not add a single bit of defense or a single bit of health. It does add uh, variations of crit chance, offense. Um, there's like some tenacity, potency, you know, stuff like that that she doesn't really use or need. Um, that's pretty much the strategy there. Okay, yeah, that makes sense now that you think about it. Yeah. All the speed and, and the offense in there, too. And my zombie is gear 8, so I wish it was a little bit lower, but, I, you know, I keep her as weak as possible, so it's easier to kill. Um, so, before you talk about your night sisters, uh, M4 in our guild brought up an interesting point. Apparently, I... Okay, my new old Ben 
or the old Ben of Ships <laughs> is Bestan's U-Wing. I love that ship. It's so underrated. I don't know why more people aren't using it. Um, it is absolutely awesome. You know, I use it with Vader's tie and Biggs. It has awesome synergy with Biggs between the uh, turn meter that each of them can gain off of each other. You know, if an enemy gets killed and stuff like that, it works really well because they're both rebels. Plus, if you have the basic on Biggs fully upgraded, what you get is uh, an extra 10% crit chance because of the uh, allies being rebels, which is obviously good. And the uh, the other thing is I moved to using Phantom as a reinforcement. I haven't got that reinforcement ability quite maxed yet, but once I do, that's going to be my first reinforcement, and then after that, Slave 1. Because that ship is ridiculously awesome. If you haven't used it, you definitely need to check into it. Because it gives you a really good chance to... Uh, gives you a chance to get more ships out quicker, essentially. And it gives you a much better chance at surviving Thrawn's ultimate. So, yeah. You know, it's really nice, and I've meant to mention this since the fleet table came out, is the... Reinforcement mats, getting them a lot more often than I thought we would. So it's nice that those things are a little more common than I had thought they might be. I mean, if you're getting one or two of them when you sim, that's pretty good, I'd say. Yeah. Have you gotten, you've seen that? You know, how many have you used since the fleet tables came out? A lot. I'm doing three refreshes per day on the ship deals like i'm using i i finished top five uh so you know i'm getting enough crystals to do that and i'm trying to just farm as many reinforcement mats and omega mats as possible because there are a lot of abilities i want to do Mm-hmm. very nice yeah it's it's working out pretty well yep for sure indeed all right so what about you what are you doing this week so this week more gearing like I always do. I've kind of hit a wall. I hit a wall on arena team members that I wanted to gear up uh, once I finally got pretty much all my Sith maxed out, ready for Treya. So yeah, that involved, you know, my Nihilus is up there, Palpatine's up there, Scion is still five-star, so I'm trying to get that... Uh, trying to get those last little pieces of gear 11 that he can still put on. I got those finished up. So now I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do until I get Treya? So I've been working on my night sisters because I finally got mother Talzin to seven star this week. So pretty stoked about that because now I have wicket and Talzin, which means give me all the Zetas. So I don't have to uh, worry about those and those events come back. So I'm pretty stoked about that. The, but I got her to gear 11. I'm trying to bring all of my night sisters to gear 11. Um, I got Daka to gear 11. I got Asajj to gear 11. But now I'm trying to figure out who I want that's left. I have Acolyte, Talia, Initiate that I can do. I could probably do Zomb... Well, yeah, I don't want to gear Zombie, so it doesn't matter. But uh, I can't use Zombie in the Heroic Sith because she's 52 out of 65. So it's going to be a while before I have her 7-star. So 
Who would you do next? I'm thinking Talia is probably the next one I need to do, but what do you think? Um, yeah, I think she's she she's the most useful for the Night Sister team. Uh, Acolyte's really good, but once you get zombie, she kind of becomes a liability in some ways. So, uh, Talia, you know, yeah. she has all three of her abilities she can heal with. Her basic heals, one of her specials, she does damage and then does her basic and then the other one is a cleanse and heal so yeah she is absolutely awesome for that team yeah so i'm gonna i'll do her next and i i was doing her on my alt so the or gearing her on my alt but the uh she's got some easy pieces still green pieces in gear 10 and 11 so uh that that that's definitely an easy pick but without zombie then who would be the last one? Acolyte or Initiate? Uh, I don't know. Probably, probably Acolyte. Yeah, I'll probably only bring her up to gear eleven. Never worry about twelve there. But I mean, she, I need someone to fill awesome in until uh, zombies there. But, but I, what I'd heard was she can get into a loop of turn meter that kind of screws your team up. Yeah, more, it can become. About. Yeah, it can become very problematic quite quickly. Unfortunately, uh, you do kind of have to be careful on that one. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now, gearing my night sisters. Not to mention their fun test or test war, test war, territory <laughs> war team. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, not to mention just having a gear twelve thousand is another arena character that's always good to have in your repertoire, as they say. Oh, yes. So, yeah, no, pretty she's excited awesome. So, the other thing was, I am about eight Zeta mats away from having five stored up. So, yes, you heard that right. Five Zetas I can do almost within the next few days. So, the question becomes... Uh, is this a good plan? Because do we think the meta is going to change and will I get the most out of these Zetas in the time that I use them? Or do you think that uh, this is a good plan? So the plan is, I'll save the first one I wrote here for last, only to ask you if you think I should even do it. But Scion, so Scion's Zeta, Nihilus' unique Zeta, Treya's unique Zeta, and then the that's only three, so I have two more. So I'm thinking... I was thinking Palpatine lead and possibly Treya lead or move one of those to another team somewhere else. But uh, I know you're not completely in love with Palpatine's Zeta with Treya. So would you do Treya's lead or would you do Palpatine's lead? Okay, so the, I think we talked about this some last week. I think they're both pretty equal. Uh, the one thing about, I think Treya is better against most things. Other than um, other than Palpatine lead teams with Treya, uh, Pal- Palpatine lead teams with Treya seem to, in my experience, not have much of an issue with Treya leads. I don't know why, but um, I feel like Treya lead generally does better without. Although, I mean, I didn't even drop out of top ten today. Um, my team has been doing absolutely awesome here lately, and I use the Palpatine lead. So that is definitely the way I would go. Uh, 
The only thing is, as we move into the future, there may be a point where Palpatine's lead isn't quite as useful, and Trey's becomes much better because you need that fifth slot. Because outside the leader ability, Palpatine doesn't really add anything to the team whatsoever. So, I, you know, I think Trey's lead might have more long-term viability, but I think right now Palpatine's is a little bit better. Okay. That's what I thought. That's uh, that's pretty much the plan right now is Zeta the crap out of all my Sith now that I got them geared up and I'm about to get Treya. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, that's where I'm at with that. And then the last thing, um, I my alt account, so thanks Elephant in the Room. He set me up perfectly for this Grandmaster Yoda rework. And so I ge- I zated Grandmaster Yoda's lead. I zated yeah. Ezra's unique. Yeah. And I gear 12 to Ezra, so I have gear 12 across the board with Grandmaster Yoda, Ezra, Old Ben, Kenobi, Hoda. And I've been playing that team all week in Arena. It is super fun. Good Lord, when you can hit that second special on Yoda for 90k, it's just ridiculous to watch him melt people. I love it. Not to mention all the buffs. It's just crazy fun team. The only problem I've had with it is... When I was using uh, Mother Wampa on his account, the um, I could stay between fifty and sixty all the time. No one, I never dropped. But lately, I've been dropping from up down into the one forties with this team. So as yeah, as fun as it is, I'm dropping like crazy, and it's taken me all five battles to get back into the top fifty for his payout. Yeah, because I don't his payout. My alt account's payout is the same time as my main account payout. So I don't fight in problem. the payout hour on his account. Yeah. So I always try to keep get him in the top 50 and see if he stays there when the payout happens. But the But yeah, so it's it's been a five battles worth of attacks to get him back in the top 50 every time. So that's 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 been kind of annoying, but the team is too fun for me to go back and take all the mods off them and put them back on mother wampa. So yeah, super fun. I've tried them in the, uh, I tried them in the heroic Sith too. Um, phase two, I was able to get, I think 1.8 million the first time I tried them. So nice, super fun. Um, yeah, but that grandmaster Yoda rework is legit. I love it. At some point I'll have the time to work on him on my main account, but super fun. Yeah. So, uh, one thing, Ezra's Zeta Yeah, that's what ability, I've been doing this week. Uh, Ezra's Zeta ability is a special, not a unique. The other thing, there's... Yes, sorry. It's on his sec- yeah. first special. Yes. There is somebody in my arena that's been doing something similar. And they actually were using Thrawn instead of Old Ben. It's still... He usually drops to, like, the 50s or 60s, I think, from, you know, top three. So it's not a great de- defense team, but it is really good on offense. But it, you know, he threw in Thrawn in place of Old Ben has had, you know, it seems to be better. Uh, but well, yeah, with the reach, I, right? So you got the reach from three with down, jumping from three to fifty might actually be worse because of the reach you have than dropping fifty to one hundred. I think. Because it, but from 100 to 150 to 100, you can jump, what, 
25 spots at a time, something like that. I don't remember. So dropping from 50 to 140 might be less battles than it even took for him to drop from 3 to 50. I don't know. But I I, I have Thrawn. Uh, he's geared and modded, so it's I mean it's worth a try. So Yeah. We shall see. Cool. It's just fun to play around with. Why don't That's you, what I've been up to. Why don't you tell us about this next thing? Oh, that's simple to do. Can you give me some uh, jazz? I think I can do that. All right, everybody. You might have noticed, or maybe you haven't because you haven't been listening that long, but over time, let's say maybe the last 20 to 25 episodes, you might have noticed how crisp and clear we sound, and that is because of Blue Designs and their sponsorship of this podcast. We have these awesome Spark XL mics, the satellite headphones, the compass boom stand. We got all the good stuff that makes everything on this podcast sound great. If you're thinking about getting into podcasting or YouTubing or Twitch streaming or even just gaming in general, because their blues mics are perfect for sitting on your computer, push to talk on the microphone if you're raiding in WoW or whatever. So if you were looking for microphones or headphones or any of that kind of stuff, Go to bluedesigns.com, check out their stuff. If you decide to purchase something, put an SO pod at checkout and you will get 20% off, which is a very good deal on their website. So if you like what you hear, you're interested in getting yourself, go check it out, bluedesigns.com. Heck yeah. All right. That's that. Thank you for the sponsorship. You guys are awesome and so is your products. Indeed. We love our friends over at Blue Designs. Uh, absolutely. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. All right, calendar time. So the other day, they released the calendar for the month of July, and they also announced the login character, HK47. What does this mean, Dan? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, not the answer I, I was there wanting. There are plenty of ideas that can roll through our heads, but I, seriously, I don't know. It's crazy. But someone said, Meowbaka said, rework. Rework what? You know, droids? That would be... That's the only faction he's even a part of, even though he's kind of a bounty hunter but not with the tag. I mean, there's lots of things running through people's heads right now. Um, With all the characters they just dropped in this game, this is what I'll say. With all the characters they just dropped in this game, I wouldn't foresee HK-47 signaling new characters right this minute. That's my guess. So I would be more willing to bet on a droid rework than I would new characters. That's my guess. So there's a lot of... But that's... That's my own guess off yeah. of nothing. So, well, I mean, there's a lot of speculation as far as what, well, I mean, speculation that people have been making for a little bit now about separatist rework because Battlefront is going back to the Old Republic style uh, era. And there's been speculation that Swaga is going to go that direction as well. And the HK 47 login kind of hints that that may actually be the case. So, Maybe we're heading towards Separatists and that type of rework. Maybe it's a droid re- rework. Uh, 
who, who knows? Um, everything, every login this month has kind of meant something. So there's a good chance that there is going to be something correlated to this. You never know. HK47 could be the liberator for droids and Swaga that L3 couldn't quite do like she did in the movies. And the droids may be coming back. Who knows? But. Well, here's an interesting thought also. Okay. HK47, for the longest time, droid teams, the only leader to use, right? So if we look at that fact, maybe that also signals a droid rework because he was the centerpiece for droid teams uh, along with Jaw Engineer, Nebit, and then IG-86 or mixing in some other ones there. But HK-47 was always the leader of those teams, so maybe that's a hint as well. I don't know. Hmm. (laughs) So, I mean, something (laughs) they've mentioned in the past (coughs) was the fact that they're they've thought about the general grievous rework and that that's something that may eventually happen. That could be something that comes too. totally possible. His version in the game right now definitely is a droid centric synergy. Yes. Even though a lot of people think a, a separatist rework with some new separatist characters would be when he would be reworked. That also makes a lot of sense. Because we've heard a lot about a possible Separatist rework coming, and a lot of people just assume that that's when General Grievous might get his chance. But the other part to it is General Grievous isn't really... There's no Separatist synergy right now in the game for really anyone. It's just a tag. Um, Grievous has droid synergy built into his kit, no matter how bad it is. So if they did rework droids, that might also signal that much well received general grievous uh rework so maybe that's maybe that's a thing too yeah i mean if they were to do to grievous what they did just now to grandmaster yoda i would be ecstatic that would be amazing so elon brought something up that i had not even thought about C-3PO is a droid and still not in Swaga. Like, one of the most... One of the most iconic characters in Star Wars. Still not in Swaga. It could happen. It could be, like, a droid thing where you're required to have R2 and uh, BB-8 and, you know, uh, HK. Never know. It could happen. I I still think that if... The only synergy that makes sense for C-3PO would be Ewoks. <laughs> like, if he were to lead Ewoks, that would make sense to me. That, I, I, I agree. Don't, I can't... Bunch of murder bots <laughs> with C-3PO hanging out with them. I don't see how... I don't see that. Unless they put C-3PO's head on a B-1 battle droid. And that was the C-3PO we got? Then maybe, you know. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, and... I don't know. Uh, I, it's... The, I, this is the one character I remember actually putting in that thing when they put uh, the poll out about characters that you request or that you want in the game was the droid Eka. Uh, Moss of Isley put that in the live chat, and that is one that I would absolutely love. Please give us droid Eka. Okay, I was all, I'm was i getting ahead of myself here, 
But let's say they do a droid rework, okay? And they add a few droids from the Clone Wars era. But on top of doing that, they add droid ships. Okay, this is go. Okay, I'm going so far off the rails with this. People are going to love it and not believe it would ever happen. So here we go. Let's say, A, General Grievous gets a rework. Awesome. Let's say, also, Legendary Malevolence capital ship for General Grievous. That would be sick, right? First off, General Grievous finally gets a rework and it is worth something. Now he has a capital ship that everyone's wanted him to have. There's those two things. But let's say that Malevolence has droid synergy for ships. Let's say these new clone era ships come out like a droid Eka and they add drone or droid ships to the game and add maybe let's say just three, because that's a starting lineup. If they added three droid ships to work with the malevolence along with the characters, that would be a massive update that is probably not going to happen, but the idea of it makes me very happy. So yeah, it's very cool. idea. (laughs) That's my, that's my, so here's where things are probably going to be, and here's where I just jumped them up to with that idea, but uh, a Malevolence, a General Grievous rework, droid rework, or just not even a droid rework, but adding droid ships and uh, a new Clone Wars era droids, that would be amazing to me. That would but, be a uh, busy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That it would be. So who knows? Maybe what... Third idea, maybe they put it there so people would think something was happening and nothing's going to happen with droids. Ooh. Maybe. But here's why I don't think that's true. Because every character from every month has signaled something. So we'll see. Yep. They They generally like to hint things. All right. So let's jump into the actual calendar. So... We have the R2 event going on right now. Tomorrow is the Mythic R2 event, which is very exciting. And then as we start looking forward into July, I'm just going to go over the more important things. So you have the Dathomir events both showing up early in July. Defense of Dathomir on the 3rd and then Ghosts of Dathomir on the 9th. Uh, Those are always uh, things we can look forward to. Uh, The 5th and 6th, we have Rebel Roundup Assault Battle. 7th and 8th, Places of Power Assault Battle. And then we get to the Emperor Palpatine Legendary Event. That is going to be July 12th through 18th. So if you're a newer player and you don't have your Palpatine yet, make sure that you get your Rebels ready to go so you can get that guy. And then Assault Battle Secrets and Shadows on the 17th. Artist of War Legendary Event, which is Thrawn. So you need your Phoenix on July 19th through the 25th. Endor Escalation runs only one day on July 19th. Be there, forget that. Do not forget your Zetas if you have your Ewoks ready for that. Assault Battle Ground War, July 20th. Legendary Event Chimera, July 20th through the 26th. Uh, And Assault Battle Forest Moon, July 23rd. And then we have, it looks like, uh, two terrible territory battles. Uh, the sect. <laughs> it's difficult. Did you say terrible? I don't think so. My internet probably made it, it sound sounded that like way. you were saying terrible wars. Yeah. I was like, 
Whoa. That that was my internet. two terrible wars. Yeah. So the <laughs> that's what we're gonna start calling them terrible wars. No. Uh the territory I don't mean we got we got a good record, so I call them good wars. I, I mean I like those three I, Zetas. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I just call them three Zeta battles, but uh, we have the Rebel Assault <laughs> Battle starting on the 2nd, going through the 7th, and then Imperial Retaliation, the 16th through the 21st. Actually, that's not... Uh, no, ter- Territory Wars is where you get Zetas, not Territory Battles. I'm talking about Territory Battles. Now Territory Wars where you get the Zetas. The Zeta, uh, Zeta Dills, yeah. <laughs> so we have four of those throughout the next month, starting on the 8th, the 12th, the 22nd, and the 26th. And that covers the calendar. Yep. It looks like there's only really any open spots for, like, anything to happen towards the end of the month there. Yeah. Because between July 23rd and 29th, yeah, according to this, between the 23rd and the 29th, there's no events. So, might be something happening there at the end of the month. But as far as the rest of the month goes, it looks pretty... Pretty book. Uh, pretty full. Yeah. So. Yep, that's definitely something to keep in mind. All right, let's go to... Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. All right. So, I want to talk about this first thing real quick, only because it had something in it that felt so out of touch with the player base that it... it it uh, rubbed me the wrong way. And that was... Uh, so Grandmaster Yoda's Mythic Event came out, and um, the first-time rewards for the last tier showed first-time rewards, but when you beat it, you did not get those first-time rewards, and it was kind of a big deal because usually that first time you got a ton of mods and a lot of good chances at good mods for you to upgrade and move on from. But as everyone beat that for the first time, they didn't get their first-time rewards, right? Okay, probably a bug. They'll address it. The wording on their their address, the post they used to address it, just kind of baffled me, all right? And you can tell me if you agree with this or not. But this is the sentence that got me. As the mod is the least significant component of the rewards, we are removing the mod reward for the moment, and we will work on a better way to display this information in the future. Players who earned these mods already will not have them removed. So they did go back and they talked about the change for this. They are now, anytime you beat a Mythic for the first time, you will get a gold defense data bus and a gold crit damage data bus instead of two randomly shaped mods. So you get two circle mods, one defense and one crit damage. Static forever now, that's what you get. Now everyone will know it'll never be confusing on the screen okay cool but the part that got me that i thought was just so weird was the mod is the least significant component of the rewards and to me when i do these events pretty much the mods are the most important part of the rewards right because for the most part a lot of these shards i'm getting me this is in game so i'm not talking about new players Uh, character shards are great for newer players or character people that don't have all the characters at seven star. But for me as an in-game player, the mods are all I care about to even do the event. So if that's the least significant part of the rewards, then there's really no reason for me to be doing it, you know, besides a little shard shop currency and the fun of doing it. But 
I just thought it was so weird. I don't know if you felt the same way. Uh, yeah, I pretty much feel the exact same way. I, uh, I mean, the mods. I need the mods. Give us the mods. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I, exactly. I de- I agree. The mods are probably the best part of it. Um, you do get some gear. It's not significant amounts. Uh, given the amount of gear that we get the mods are definitely more significant. Uh, you know, if they upgraded the gear amounts, I would say that would change things to where maybe the mods aren't the most significant. But as of right now, I definitely think it is. Um, you know, mods are mods are incredibly important to the game, uh, which is fun for people like me because I enjoy them, but other people you know, find it a little frustrating at times and yeah, more, more opportunities to get more mods is always good. Um, yeah, I like add it back. Just, you know, detail a little note saying what the situation is when you should get the mods, but bring back the mods. Yep. That's all. I, the only reason, the only reason I want to bring that up, cause I just thought it was funny that, you know, Mods are the least significant part. Whoa, hold up. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk more about things that are significant. Why don't you tell us about the next significant thing? Well, had to finish my yawn first. Yawn three. But, <laughs> um, so, they made some significant make good rewards due to people not getting the Imperial Probe Droid stuff. So everybody was sent out 250 crystals, 1,000 guild event currency, and 20 IPD shards. And all of a sudden, everyone was happy and cheering in the streets, right? Oh, yes. As always. That's what they did. They definitely didn't light the streets on fire and flip over cars. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, uh, people are really not happy about only getting the 20 IPD shards. Every Just about every person I've talked to is incredibly unhappy. They Most people feel like they missed out on more than that because of the issues with the event. And, you know, there are a lot of people that were maybe close to that next star level. And, well... The crystals and the guild event currency are great, and I mean it. It is a pretty significant upgrade as far as the territory battle rewards on a whole, like on the scale. Uh, it's definitely several stars worth of extra stuff. But the IPD shards, I mean, you've only got like one chance to get them a month, and a month, yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. I think that's the issue, is that you have such a rare chance to get them, and the guilds, that even if they were shorted by, say, 10 shards or something, or feel they were shorted by 10 shards, or 20, or even 5 or whatever, if you're one shard away or two shards away, it can be incredibly frustrating, and it probably prevented some people from being able to do the special mission later and get even more guild event currency, which I know they put in the rewards. And that that's probably part of the reason for the rewards is to make up for that aspect of it. But people still, you know, really just not, not happy about the 20 IPD shards. Yeah. I'd say as far, 
Okay. Two things. I didn't have a problem with the rewards because, A, I have a seven-star IPD, so the shard number didn't really hurt me. It was just a little shard shop missing for me. But the... I can see both sides where, let's say you had 30 people that couldn't complete the event. They give you 20 shards. Now you're out 10 and you have to wait another month, but you'll never get those 10 back. That sucks. It seems like they could have... I don't know what they could have done to make that better besides give more shards because that would have made the most sense to me. But as far as the other rewards go, I thought they were good. The guild event currency, 1,000 guild event currency is is some vertical slice is special mission rewards, right? So um, over time, you know, I think that evens out. Um, the other part that I thought was kind of weird... They've given out 500 crystals and not called it significant in the past, but significant was the 250. It's just interesting. I just thought that wording was interesting. The word significant is interesting, but all those things are significant. So, yeah, I guess the more crystals they give out, the more significant it is. So 250 along with those things is fine. I mean, there are plenty of people that were happy with this. I didn't have a problem with it because if it never showed up and no one reminded me, I probably would have never even noticed. So I'm totally fine with the rewards. There's a lot of people that are, but of course there are always the side. There was always the side that's mad too. So we like to cover all the bases and just kind of talk about it. It came out today. Everyone, they said this is what was coming. This is what significant was in this case. So base your expectations on significant make goods in the future off of this and see what happens maybe they'll go up who knows but uh it's not uh i don't know it seemed okay i just wish there were more ipd shards in there for oh yeah some of those guilds that don't have seven star ipds that have to wait a month now to get those shards so and i kind of wonder if there's a way for them to like go back and look at the number of ipd shards that you got last time and like you know if if the total number of shards that you got this time was less than that, like be able to throw those people more shards or something, at least uh, something along those lines. They perhaps. can do that. And we know they can because remember that, uh, well, territory battle yes, that I, I know instances they didn't like that run happened in the past, but with the way this stuff's been logging, like, I don't know. There's been, the rewards have been really weird here lately for this. I mean, we had the issue in phase one of the Dark Side Territory battle with our Guild Event currency. It didn't look like we completed it at all, and we got nothing. And then it was later that we ended up getting them. So there's there's a lot of weird stuff going on with the rewards and territory battles. I don't know if part of it might be logging so that they can actually see what the issues are or what, but... Um, you know, I think if there's a way to look at that, I think that would make those people at least feel better about it. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, to each his own. Everybody got something, so here we are. And for those of us, like uh, someone said in chat that didn't have an issue with completing the uh, Pro Droid event, you got a bunch of free stuff. Yeah. So. That's true. I always like free stuff. And me personally, my IPD is seven stars, so I didn't have an issue with it. I was I was quite thrilled with 250 crystals and more guild event currency, but 
Um, like I said, I think the biggest thing was the fact that it was the shards for the guilds that were close. That was the biggest thing that I saw, you know, in our Discord and other places that I checked. So there was one other thing with this update that that just I'm so excited about. Um, our past couple of raids, I've been having serious issues. So I've been using my Phase 2 team, and I've been able to get... I think at one point I got 7.5% in Phase 2, but that was the best I was able to get. And I kept trying to figure out, like, what in the world is going on? Something does not feel right. And uh, it was earlier this week I noticed it and reported it. And it turns out, you know, there was actually an issue with it. Uh, kind of, It was happening to everybody. Hermit Yoda was not getting his cooldowns and turn meter whenever somebody with Grandmaster's training died. They have fixed that issue. So very exciting cuz And that's a Zeta, right? So you weren't you'd use yes. the Zeta and you weren't getting the full benefit. Yes. What, which really sucks. One of my Zetas was not even working in my phase 2 team. And one I used to not think it was that big of a deal until I went back to not having it and there is a difference. I mean, when you put that on Boba Fett and he dies, you know, Grandmaster, or sorry, Hermit Yoda, being able to either heal or put that buff back on Boba is incredibly important. It is crucial, you know, so that you can either call back in Wampa or heal Boba so that he can't be taken out easily or heal someone else. It's, it is absolutely crucial to the team. So I'm very excited to actually go back and test again now with that Zeta working. So very excited. Yep, I am. Uh, I don't have that Zeta, so it didn't really do anything for me. But uh, I'm glad I didn't because if it wasn't working the way it was supposed to, that would be real obnoxious for a Zeta use. So that'll be good for everyone that has him ready to go. Indeed. Uh, all right, why don't we go to... Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a... Very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> All right. So. All right. This is kind of going to be our new player tip because I didn't know what, I didn't know what drop to play. So, oh, I, I did record. <laughs> I was kind of wondering when you played it. So I did record It'll some works. stuff. I've got some new drops coming. I've just, uh. There was something with the new garage band and I didn't have a lot of the lo- the loops that I use so I had to get the it's been a it's been a long week. So I've got that sorted out so this weekend I'm going to make some drops. So next week we'll have some new drops so that'll be really exciting. But now we're going to do our mid-year update. I need like I wish I had like some cheery music or something that I could play, but I don't so we'll just go with it. So we're going to rewind back to January 4th or something. I don't remember the exact date. But this was when we talked about the top five things that we wanted for 2018. I'm going to go over my five, and then Punk will go over his five. So, the five things I wanted in 2018 for Swaga were, I wanted a Jedi rework. I kind of got that. I got Grandmaster Yoda. That was the big one. So, 
I am I am very excited about that. Finally, a good Jedi leader ability that I can actually work with. Uh, mod management. Haven't got that. Don't expect to get it. A ship slash character raid. I still want a... Sorry. I wanted a raid. Wanted a new raid at least, which we did get. But it didn't have ships in it. I still want a ship-related raid also. Ship hardware was something I desperately wanted for this year. We got something better. We got ships 2.0. We got completely revised and the reinforcement abilities. So there's no manipulating the stats on the ships. Uh, you know, it is a lot more just about team composition and everything, which is kind of the way it was the characters were before mods. So it's kind of nice having those two different ways you can play. But I am a big fan of the way they've done that so far. So thumbs up on that one. Uh, and the other thing... I was going to say... I Sorry, I have to stop you for no, a second. Yeah. But you, you talked about, we got something better, Ships.210. And I know when people are listening to this in their car, there's going to be about half the audience that says, what is he talking about better? And then half are going to totally agree with you. I just know that right now... Even That's still fair. so close to it coming out, people are still uh, on the fence on that, and some just absolutely hate it. But it is, it to me, beyond them destroying my Chimera uh, Millennium Falcon combo, uh, it has been fun for me trying to figure out good teams to use, so... Yeah. I'm with you. I just know that some people are going to cringe when you say nah, that. Yeah, that's okay. I don't care. Uh, the other thing... Oh, we do that every week. It's <laughs> totally fine. Indeed. Uh, the the other thing I wanted was, uh, like, maybe a monthly territory war tournament or something where, you know, uh, the most points or something then gets a reward at the end of the month. I, I want some sort... We'll get into the we'll get into what I want in a second, but th- those were the things that I wanted for 2018. What did you want for 2018? All right, so my wish list has been great so far this year, to be honest. Um, first, I, I, my first one was reworks for the following Jedi. Haven't had a full Jedi rework, but they did rework Grandmaster Yoda, which has made. It's very interesting if you use him to throw to see what kind of Jedi work better now that he's there and has a good leader ability and everything else. So that it's not a full rework, but it has definitely made them more viable and fun. So that's one. The other faction I said was droids has not happened, but hey, we just talked about HK 47 possibly happening. Who knows? Maybe it's coming. And then the last one I had for the three factions I wanted reworks for was Bounty Hunters. And Bounty Hunters did get a rework. So, kind of interesting that the three I listed, there's been some parts to them. One had a full rework. Jedi got Grandmaster Yoda rework. Droids might get a rework soon. Pretty awesome that they've hit a lot of the things that I wanted there. The second one was a new quality of life update. There was a lot of quality of life stuff added. Um... About two months ago, uh, there was a big old list of the different little things that they put in the game now to add a quality of life. Um, If we got even more of that over the next year or the next six months, that'd be great. But there was quality of life stuff added, so that's pretty awesome. Um, The one that hasn't happened is a Villain's Fall, Dark Side Hero's Journey, Dark Side version of the Hero's Journey. 
So that's still one that we have not seen this year, but still one that's on my list. Um, the other one I had was a new raid. Uh, I think within two months of me doing this list, they announced the Sith raid. I, and it came out. I so. actually think it was like a within a month. It may have been even less than that because I think they actually announced yeah, probably. it in January because we started getting a lot more. Because I think it launched at the end of February, if I recall correctly. I think you're right on that. So we're already batting three or four here. And the last one I had was ship PVE content and more ships. So, you know. Maybe we'll give that a half point because they definitely added ship PVE content, which so far has been awesome for the uh, the just the gear that's listed in there, um, Scion being in there, some of the ships that are harder to get being in there for people to farm. Um, ship PVE content, really nice, really loving it. And more ships we haven't... We got Lando's Millennium Falcon so far, I think, this year. So, a lot of room for more ships there. But uh, let's call it three and a half out of five of my wish list has already happened in the first six months. I'd say that's not too bad. Nice. Yep, not bad at all. So, pretty happy with that. All right. So, now we're going to talk about the things that we want. And one of those is for Wink to quit yawning. But uh, things for Swaga yeah. that we want for the rest of 2018. All right, so here they are. I, I should have done like a countdown list, but I didn't. So I still want that slip shot. Sl- sh- what the? <laughs> what in the world? The, I slip shot. <laughs> I, I still want the ship slash character raid. Uh, you know, oh, that okay. has both. I, I want something where, you know, like a couple phases of characters, a couple phases of ships. So Death Star Raid, preferably. Come on, CG, you can do it. Uh, but that is something that I desperately want this year. I would love to have that. Uh, the other thing is a new arena or tournament. So I miss the tournaments where you're battling other people's teams or maybe like a big mishmash arena. If you like threw a one big arena together and just had gear as the rewards or something, I think something like that would be awesome. Do you have any ideas for something along these lines? Okay, so this is completely random. I've been playing another game similar to Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes a lot lately, one of the newer games, but it has something in it. It has arena, but it also has something called the Coliseum, right? The Coliseum is more of a a team a three team arena than just a regular arena, right? So basically what happens is you set three defensive teams and it progresses. So the other guy who's fighting you has to set three teams based on what your three teams are that he thinks can beat your three teams. But you can't reuse characters. So let's say you have a you set your three teams as a Sith team, you have an RJT team, and then you have Mother Wampa team with no characters, you know, crossing over to any of those teams, right? So three straight teams. The other, te- the guy fighting in that would have to f- figure out three teams of his roster that he thought could beat those three teams, and they'd go. The fights would go back to back to back. So 
basically it's a three arena team fight. You have to you catch the drift, right? Yeah, yeah, that kind of makes sense. And then like maybe you have to go two out of three to move up or something along those lines. That, that in this game, you have to beat them all. So if okay. you don't beat all three, you don't win and you don't take their uh, their rank. But uh, yeah, something like that would. It's be open to really interpretation cool. on what they would want to do, but it's an it, it's fun to play on there because um, that game doesn't have as many characters. So fielding three full arena teams on that, you're using the best of the best of your roster and. Beating teams is hard, but it's pretty rewarding when you do, and you get a lot of good stuff in the end. So, so I mean, we cut. It's interesting, you know. We have the team depth aspect in Territory War, which I'm a big fan. Like, I love Territory War, but it's infrequent. Um, you know, it's not something you can do regularly, and I think that's what most, at least, longer term players that I've talked to really want is something where you can, you know, ways to directly compare your roster to someone else's or your your ability to, you know, mod characters and build these teams. Just a way to do that one-on-one against other teams. And I, I really think that we need that, whether it's the idea you just talked about or something else. Well, it sounds like what you just talked about is Arena. So... Yeah. The one yeah, the way to you know yeah. mod your team to beat someone else's team. Yes, that is. That sounds just like arena, but another version of that you're saying. So Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I I agree with chat. We need a a video on our Twitch just a highlight reel of the best wink yawns. If someone can get on that, we will put it on our page. It'll be great. Yeah, somebody pl- please do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. Uh, So the other thing is, I think we need more ships. We need a lot more ships. There are so many ships that are still not in this game. Iconic, like really iconic. Y-Wings, A-Wings, TIE Bombers, TIE Interceptor. Like there is a lot of options that they could go with on the ships. You're reading my list, aren't you? (laughs) Oh, holy crap. No, I wasn't actually. I was going off the top of my head, but... Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, like you literally went word for word on the top three of the ships I listed. I was like, Oh, you're going to take all my thunder. No, I, uh, but no, those are definitely the ones that need to be in there. Yes, for sure. Um, I want more Jedi, lots more Jedi. Jedi Luke would be amazing, but more Jedi in general would be awesome. Uh, and the other thing is, I want, like, a legendary ship event. I I know we have the Chimera event, but I want a legendary ship event. Why in the world... Like, it would be perfect. Give Han Solo his Millennium Falcon, you know, the rickety old piece of junk from A New Hope, and let that be a legendary event. It would be awesome. Like, come on. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah that's what i want i can't argue with that <laughs> yeah for sure i you said more jedi so before we move on i want to ask which jedi 
I don't know, a Jedi Luke. I th- <laughs> well, I guess that's a good one. That's better than the, the few I could think of besides him, like Shakti or Kaya, um, Kaya, Kaya Adi Mundi. Is that how you say his name? No. Those are the only two Jedi Council guys that aren't in the game. So, yeah. or guy and girl. But you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think we need, we need some more. I, I don't know who, uh, but. Just more in general. Okay, so I should have done this earlier, and I talked about this in our guild chat a long time ago, or maybe it was podcast chat. Um, the last legendary new legendary that wasn't a ship was BB-8, correct? Legendary event? I do believe so. Legendary. Yes. And that was, let's say, August, September of last year? Yeah. If I had to guess? Yeah, something like that. Because uh, was CLS before or after that? I think think CLS was before that. And then we had the BB-8 Legendary event. And then we had the second uh, Hero's Journey event. I'm pretty sure CLS was way before... was. Yeah. I'm pretty sure CLS was well before that because BB-8 was setting up RJT, and CLS was out for a long time before RJT, so... Yeah, I think that's right. But as far as BB-8 goes, that's... So let's say if if it wasn't August, and let's say it was September, that's still only two months from now, basically. So ten months ago was the last Legendary. It has been a while since we had a Legendary, so... What I like about legendaries is, for the most part, it's if you have a faction ready to go, you can work on a new legendary character. So I'm looking for a new legendary character. Not This point isn't about a hero's journey or a villain's fall event, but just a legendary character. Like, uh, let's say, Django Fett requiring clones. That's my big uh, one that I want, yeah. but... Uh, now we're legendary talking. event would be great. So, because, okay, here's the reason why, right? And this is the only reason I, I'm going off the rails again, off this idea with Django. Clones are only really good for heroic AAT at one point. The only clone anyone really has leveled up if they weren't gearing them for the heroic AAT is Rex. And so... Django requiring clones might be a good one to do because a lot of people don't see them as a faction you need right now. So they don't farm them. They don't gear them. They don't get them ready for heroic Sith or, you know, a lot of the stuff going on right now in the game. To me, that makes it a perfect time to make them required for something. You know what I mean? Are your clones ready? At least gear wise? Gear wise? No. I have no doubt you have them seven star because you've been playing long enough, but the same thing goes for most people, right? They Uh, probably have them seven star, not geared. Okay. So if, if you want to hear me rant, have CG add Django Fett and have that event be so difficult that I have to gear my clones. I would lose my mind. Not even kidding. Now I want it even more. (laughs) That's, that's what I'm really, I'm really open for. Whatever. I mean, it's 
It's been 10 months since they made a legendary. Why not make it really hard and require clones, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but that's so, because that's my first one, a new legendary, which leads us into our next one, which is a dark side villain's fall. I would assume it would be called a villain's fall or a villain's... Journey just seems too happy of a word for bad guys, so I don't want to call it a, a villain's journey or a, you know, dark side journey, but... I just keep calling it Villain's Fall. So Dark Side Villain's Fall event, same thing as a hero's journey. Just give us a Dark Side legendary character. Um, the most prevalent one in my mind that I want is Order 66 Anakin. I think that would just be completely badass. But 100%. No matter what they want to add, Couldn't agree that would more. be sick in my mind anyway. The only reason I don't think that this is going to be within the next couple months is because we've been completely focused on Dark Side this year for the most part. Beyond the scoundrels we just got. So, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I think a dark side version of a hero's journey is something that I'd like to see in the next six months. Um, my third thing... I actually wrote six things, so that's that's neither here nor there. I got a bonus one in. But the more ships... You already said this, so we won't count this as one of mine. But I, I said more ships, <laughs> A-wing, Y-wing, TIE bomber, General Grievous ship, or Malevolence capital ship. Because he has two ships. I don't know if you've ever... Some people haven't, but I know a lot of us have beat the heroic AAT tank. And when you beat it, he jumps in that Corvette-looking spaceship and flies off. If they added that into the game for him to fly and he didn't get malevolence, they at least have another a ship that he can drive because he flew that around in the Clone Wars all the time. So, um, Um... Droid ships, we talked about that a little bit earlier. That would be cool. Um, yeah. Mansur, a chat question real fast. If Wink's internet is worse than Goodnight Punk, why is Wink's video way sharper? Well, Wink, I figured out how to make Wink not, you know, time lapse with his mouth talking. And he has an awesome, what, 4K webcam now? So 1080p. Everything works out. Everything works out well now for the stream. You don't have to be annoyed by his voice not matching his mouth. Exactly. It works out perfectly. So just and I currently am using the one built into my Mac. So yeah. what? That, that's what I used <laughs> but, up until about two, three weeks ago. Yeah. So basically, by the time I figured out how to make him match his mouth, he also got an upgraded webcam. So it was like super upgrade for Wink on the stream. It works out perfectly. Maybe good night. That's, Punk needs that's a new more of me, so everybody can see your sweat, dude. It's 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 bad right now. I'm I'm glowing. <laughs> um, but anyways, the uh, the fourth thing, right? So I would really like to see in the next six months a challenge reward rework or new tiers. I just really think that the the challenges need a rework uh make me care about um make me care about mace's challenge like is there really anything in there at this point that i haven't built up enough of that i just don't care even if i do that that uh challenge yeah you know what i mean it's not even part of the challenge day so it really really isn't something i care about um, he has he just has nothing in there that that I need anymore. You know what I mean? So there there needs to be some kind of rework and add stun guns, add stun cuffs, 
add some of the other annoying pieces, maybe one to each, maybe, and make them something. I obviously care about uh, Carbontes, but I'm now to the point where I'm getting so built up on those uh, those Mark or the Hypo syringes. I think I'm up in the 500s, 600s now. That those things aren't an issue anymore for me, at least until I've run into a character that needs like five of them. But the only challenge that really matters as far as gear goes for me is the Carbonti one. Hundred percent. And you know the reason for that because it's on everyone. So start yep. throwing stun cuffs, stun guns, or some of those other pieces that are really annoying into the challenges. Make them uh, rewarding again and. That would be awesome. Yep, I agree. I um, I'm the same way. I care about the one challenge pretty much, and then like the credits and Omega challenge. But I still do most of them, and I will put teams in an auto. That way, I can get my all the Jedi battles that I need, and then the uh, bounty hunter battles. Which, by the way, I figured out on those. If you if you're trying to do the get Boba's payout two hundred times or whatever. If you do a Greedo lead and then do auto basic, it will auto through and you get the payout just about every time. Works pretty well. Gotcha. That makes total sense. Nice tip. Ah, yeah. (laughs) So, number five. Is that number five? Maybe I've... No, there's... This is number five. Give me something to do, some way to use my freaking ally coins. I don't care what it is, whether it's a new thing that you use them for or just a button to use 10 of them. I have so many ally coins. I want the shard shop currency, but I don't want to sit and press the button. I don't want to use the the accessibility on my iPhone to have to touch the screen 700 times and then let it go for half the night and use all my ally coins. I want to weigh... Something to use my alloy coins on because right now the alloy coins are perfect for shard shop currency. Beautiful. Except that you have to slam your finger on the screen forever to use them. Or, you know, use a emulator and set that up with a button clicker. You know, it's just obnoxious. This is not a high priority thing, but it would be nice to be able to get all that shard shop currency without uh, straining my finger. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Heaven forbid you strain your finger. Um, it's a big concern of mine. Um, strained fingers do exist, and they are painful, okay? So I'm going to move on and stop being offended. Um, <laughs> new territory battles and territory war maps. I think that might be something that comes in the next six months. Maybe we get one new territory battle map. I think that would be something that you could possibly expect. I um maybe not two over that time period, but uh, at least one I think is a a possibility. Um I just think it'd be really cool as well to get a new territory war map. And why territory war map I don't mean um it's on Jakku now, let's put it on Alderaan or whatever. Yeah. I mean like Mix up the uh, mix up the paths you can take. So right now, if you take the top, you can drop in the middle and hit the drop the character middle spots. And if you go in the bottom, you have to go across, and you can hit the middle and the bottom. Switch around those boxes so that there's 
new ways you have to go to figure out the territory war. That's the type of new map I want. I don't really care about the planet as much. Um, new planet means new bonuses for different uh, synergy squads, which is cool too. But uh, I wish that they kind of slid around the boxes and made a new territory war map. I think that would be a lot of fun. Bring a I lot agree. of. You'd have to strategize a little bit more as well. So uh, I, I feel yeah. like letting us decide where we put our ships, you know, decide which territories are our ships. I think that would be huge. It, it would change the strategy a lot. And there would, you know, there's a lot of other ways they can change it, you know, just to give more variation, maybe lower the number of teams per territory, increase them. You know, all of that really changes the strategy that your guild takes. And I feel like that stuff would be fairly simple. You could just kind of randomize it each territory battle. And, uh, you know, just that way, you know, everybody's having to think about a slightly different strategy rather than, you know, the the exact same pattern over and over. Yep, for sure. So those are the six things I had on my list. Uh, Even though we're supposed to only see what do happens, five. but... Well, you took the ship one, so we'll take ships off of mine, and that'll be five. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> Perfect. All right, well, that's uh, that's our mid-year update on our wish lists and uh, updating the wish lists themselves. We'll see what happens once we hit uh, the new year and make a new list and see what happens from there. But uh, that's where we're at after six months. Um some very interesting developments, a lot of cool stuff. And it's it's just, it's always fun to go back and look at what we said six months ago. Because, you know, time flies, right? It seems oh, yeah, like this year's sure. going by super quick. But if you look at all the things that have happened in the game, and the things that we said we were hopeful for in January, and what we got, it's just kind of crazy how much time has actually passed. You know what I mean? Yep. So, Yeah. It's definitely interesting there. Um, yeah, so we got we got we got some more listener questions to finish off this week. So uh, yeah. I'm really uh, interested. We got some good questions left, and I am excited to answer them. I don't think any of these are gonna have us at our each other's throats this week, but we'll see. You know, <laughs> anything can happen. Never know. <laughs> People, I look. I told you. Last week, people love that. So I mean, it's it's good podcasting. Whatever. I, I've got some segment ideas to get more of that on occasion. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if we can actually come up with a good way to implement any of them. So basically, I'm gonna have to check my blood pressure before the podcast to let you know if we can do those segments. Yeah, that's might not be a bad oh, yeah, idea. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These drinks bring it down a little bit, so we're good. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, why don't you read us this first question from Othello. Othello asks, Most of us have a couple characters gear that maybe weren't the best option or the most optimal, but love or fun has justified. Which are yours? Also, which characters do you wish were a bit better? I don't think it's any question in anyone's mind what mine will be. Mine's gear 11. He's a big fat pig and he is on the intro video. So I yeah. love my Gamorrean guard. Not so surprising. other people might not, 
I love Gamora Guard. That dude is fun. He's got a fun kit. He just needs a few tweaks and maybe add a little bit to him, like a death mark on his second special. That would make him really awesome. But he's one, he's one of my favorites. I don't regret getting him to Gear 12. He's one of those guys I can throw in my Zader Wampa team in Dark Side Territory Battles, kind of a throwaway character that helps me to get four out of four every level. So I'm totally fine with him. How about you? You got one you geared that most people don't find optimal? And don't say uh don't say Biston. We all know that one. Okay. Um, Actually I would totally agree with you because I have Biston on my I have Biston on my alt and I've always used him ever since I got him just because he's fun. So most of my answers were either useful at one point even though it may have not been when I actually geared them. So, like, Boba Fett, Kylo Ren. I mean, both those characters I kind of geared up because I kind of thought they were fun. And then, um, you know, and to use them as a galactic war team at one point. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, oh, who was it? Well, I mean, Grandmaster Yoda... I mean, I'm gearing him up, and I, like, he has uses, obviously, he's great, but, like, I, I don't, I don't care if he has uses. I, I guess that's how I'm going about answering this. Um, both the Yodas, like, I'm going to gear them up, I'm going to pretty much max them, because it's my favorite character in the game, and, you know, I'll be damned if I'm not going to have a maxed out Yoda in a freaking Star Wars game. So, um... <laughs> I guess I, I'll leave that as my answer. I'm kind of looking through this list to see if there's any other regrettable mistakes I've made that I enjoyed. Um, there's not a ton. Kind of funny that way. But now I'm getting more into the Gear 9s, which is when the game was newer, when I made terrible gearing decisions. So we'll see if there's any down there. But... Uh, Yeah, I'm not seeing much. Yeah, me either. Like, I like, I don't have a cup. I don't have a mob. Well, yeah, I don't have mob enforcer. Yeah. I don't have any of that stuff. So, there's really nothing, uh, nothing too bad. Besides Gamguard. Gamguard's the one that everyone will give me crap for, and I'm totally fine with that. I love him. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, uh, Kvot's question, I want to answer with the answer I would give to this next question. So I'm going to skip my answer to the second part of Othello's question and let you answer it, and then I'm going to use my answer for Kvoth's quotes question. Sorry. Uh, uh, oh, the second part was which characters do you wish were a bit better? Uh, for me, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say most of the Jedi. Like, Jedi Knight Anakin, I wish he was a little bit better. I wish... Um... I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's that's the best I've got on that <laughs> one. Uh, why don't you go ahead and? That's tell a pretty us. good answer. Yeah, I guess. All right. So, what's the next question? Oh, okay. Let me get. I'll give an answer for that one. I wish that Geonosian soldier held up better over time, because he was a staple in my arena for a long time. Yeah, I have him gear awesome. eleven. Thankfully, he has a ship, and the ship's pretty good. But. Uh, I loved using him as a character, but uh, it, over time he just kind of 
lost his luster, but he was he was one of the top damage dealers for a very very long time. So I'd say he's yeah. probably one I wish was a little better right now. Indeed. But, uh... So so Quoth asks, which tune is the most disappointing to you and why? So I'll answer that question with the one I thought of for the last question. The most disappointing character to me in this entire game right now is General Grievous. And that's a two-part thing. If he wasn't a shard shop character that took ungodly amounts of shard shop currency to get to seven star, that would be one thing. But if if that was the only thing, if he was just a character in general... He's still terrible. He's he, no one uses him for anything. So, one of the st- coolest characters from the prequels, an awesome character just in general, no good. Then throw on top of that the fact that he just takes so much shard shop currency to get to seven star. Thankfully, he's in fleet arena, uh, fleet shipments now. Even though he hardly shows up there, you can get him to seven star a lot easier now. But holy smokes! definitely the most disappointing character to me in the game right now for what it takes to get him and his character in the movies and the Clone Wars cartoons. Massive, important, big character. Totally disappointing for what you have to do to get him. That's my answer to that question. Uh, My answer is going to be someone who I already forgot. Dang it. I had a really good answer for this. You're disappointed. Oh, I remember. You get over disappointment very easily. Stormtrooper. Like, why are stormtroopers not good enough that they're used way more often in Empire? How often do you see Empire characters without a stormtrooper right next to them? Like, the stormtrooper (laughs) needs a rework to be good enough to almost be required on every Empire team, in my opinion. That's an interesting thought. Uh, that's, but I understand the idea. Stormtroopers are definitely there are entire factions of stormtroopers, people that dress up as stormtroopers. Stormtroopers, one of the most, let's say, common characters in all of Star Wars. There are groups of people that that hang out and dress up like stormtroopers because. It's just a cool thing that's all over the movies, everywhere. They got yep. cool suits, everything. They're kind of, but people don't. He's the he's the first one out on most of my Imperial Trooper teams. I have him gear ten. He's the first one out usually because of the fact that the rest of them are just better. But if I have to pull Death Trooper out to go to a different team, Stormtrooper's the one that comes in. But that's the only time, yeah. and only because I have him geared. So I mean, he. He could use a little love for sure. Yep. Although I do think that his his taunt is underrated. Um, have you ever read it? Let me just remind you. Taunt for three turns and grant Empire allies defense up for three turns. Don't care about defense up. Already said that a thousand times. But in addition, Stormtrooper removes 10% turn meter from every from each enemy whenever he is damaged while taunting. That's not a bad ability. That's it's almost bad. the opposite of Storm. It's almost the opposite of Stormtrooper Han. So instead of giving your turn team your team turn meter, he's taking it from the other team every time he's hit. So if you have someone triple tap him, they're taking away thirty percent turn meter from the other team. 
His taunt is good. He's just not used, you know? So, yeah. And he is a very tanky guy. So, I mean, his kit isn't that... I, I'd say his kit isn't terrible. It's just not one that people will use over other things. You know what I mean? That's something else. Why so. is Stormtrooper tanky? An Ewok with a stick killed one. <laughs> like... <laughs> I, I, I feel like they should be a glass cannon with, you know, it's like a 50-50 chance if they hit you, but if they hit you, it's deadly. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Next, right. uh, second part of the question. On the flip, which tune is the most surprisingly good and why? Uh, most surprisingly good tune in the game. Uh... Okay, I'm a, I'll give you a second to think about it. I'm just going to say this because of the backlash that was all over the forums, Reddit, everywhere, in our guild chat, everywhere when he came out. And it's not going to surprise anyone when I say Wampa. But here's a character that has no, no synergies, no factions. He's just a dark side guy, dark side attacker. So when he came out, it was like, okay, well, here's a dude that's a dude. But uh, over time, it's shown that he's been a very strong character and not even needed that synergy. So I'd say, judging by the reaction when he came out to what he is, that's a pretty good example of a surprise strong character. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Here's one. I know it's cliche for me to say Wampa, but that it, it does answer that <laughs> very, question. Very cliche, yes. But, uh, <laughs> so, after everyone's thoughts on this character in the movie. Holdo is actually pretty good in the game. Um, I know people generally not a fan, but she is actually really good. I mean, she's awesome on resistance. Like she is a really good character. And yeah, I kind of think that she falls into that surprisingly, surprisingly good. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. AOE days. Like, come on. So <laughs> there are three characters with AOE D's I can think of AOE days. Sorry, four that I can think of off the top of my head. And I love them all. One starts with a W. Um, then you got Nest. Yep. Nest, Holdo, and Maul. All great characters, in my opinion. So I think there's And if not one. for anything, Do, for the AOE it, days. Doesn't Kira do one too? Hers is AOE. Stagger. Oh, uh, that's I right. Believe. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Oops. Anyway. All right. What's the next question from Drew? <laughs> oh, here you go. Kafgar. Low grade. Low grade does AOE days. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's right. This is a question that I didn't prepare for ahead of time. So the answers are going to be sporadic and probably not the actual answers of the top five but i'll think of five off the top of my head to answer the question but drew said besides jedi luke who are your top five for tunes you want in the game so we'll go back and forth you name one i'll name one until we hit five how about that all right sounds good we can do that uh real quick i do want to say um after all the uh, kind of backlash on bb8 initially uh he said he's kind of a surprisingly good character. Although he's a popular character in the movie, people weren't too happy with his kit, and then he turned out to to be one of the best characters in the game. So, 
Yeah, that was yep, kind of surprising. Yep, that is another good example. All right, so uh, Droid Eka. Come on. Where, where's our droid? J- that thing would be awesome. I'll say uh, Django Fett. Yep, 100% agree. Definitely need some Django Fett. Um, let's... What in the world are you doing? Um... <laughs> Don't worry, I got this. You keep going. Okay. Holy smokes. Uh, so, <sighs> trying to think. This is tough. Um, are there any other good resistance characters that that we don't have in the game? Uh, not that I can think of. I don't. I don't really know. Oh, Padme. Why is Padme not in the game? That is a good question. Uh, you know, it's funny. So far, all of our answers have been from the prequels. Maybe we'll get some of them. Interesting, yeah. Um, I will say... God, who do I want? Ooh, I've got another here? good one. Do you now? I do. You want me to go ahead and say it? Why don't you... Go ahead and say it, and I'll come up with two. The ridiculously awesome Praetorian Guards. Come on. That would be fantastic. Okay, Praetorian Guard, I like it. Then I will say Snoke and Hux. Okay. Uh, I think that would... I, though, adding those three alone would make... Uh, first order, similar to resistance, and that you have a chance to gain two first order teams, like you can do two yes. resistance teams. That would be big for territory so. battles. So maybe that's something we'll see. Uh, ooh, I like. I, I see this one in the live chat, and I like it a lot. Jabba the Hut. <laughs> that would definitely be interesting. Heck yeah. Um, I the real question: Would he take two character spots? Would they be able to give him a kit that was good enough that it would take him two spots? Give it salacious scrum as like required pairs. Just give him a lot yeah. of synergy that oh, would take up two spots, and then you can have him sitting on him or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Leia as Bausch would be really cool. That would be awesome. Yes. Um, I'd really like that. Mm. Uh, so the only other one that I have would be, uh, C-3PO. I'm going to go with what people are saying in chat because I think it would be really cool. Um, and it would be another pilot. So if they, yeah, I, I know like that he flew in an X. I knew he flew in. I knew he flew an X wing. Um, but who knows what they would do with him? He flew a lot of things. He flew the Millennium Falcon. He flew an X wing. Maybe they could put him in one of those unnamed other ships. Who knows? Or maybe that would just make everyone mad. But Neon Numb would be awesome. I think as well. That dude I have is no awesome. Idea who that is. Um. Now numb? Oh sure yes, I... you do. He was land. 
He was Lando's co-pilot in, uh, um, yeah, he was Lando's co-pilot in the last movie. Gosh, why are these names escaping me? In the what movie? Return of the Jedi. Oh. Huh. Is it Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi is the third one. This is how bad I am with the, the original trilogy names. Wow. People in chat don't know me either, so. Talvona said it, said it Seriously? is Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, so um, I'm going to drop a picture of him in chat, and oh, people will know who he is. I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, when they're going to fight the Death Star, his co-pilot with a funky mouth flap thing. That guy, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, while you do that, I'll go ahead and read the next question from 26 Rogue. When folks talk about increasing offense on a tune, as there's no offense stat, what stat reflects increased offense? This is an excellent question. And the answer to that would be physical or special damage. Both of those can, uh, you know, that number gets used for the ability and which one the ability uses is always detailed in the ability where it says deal physical or special damage, one or the other, to target enemy, blah, blah, blah. And that's the number that gets used when you're trying to do, you know, determine uh, what the offense number is for a character. I figure since you already answered this in the Q&A answer part on Discord... Because you totally forgot what the idea was there. Yes, that's You true. could answer it here, too, as well. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Beautiful. All right. Next. All right. Kise. Kise. Friend of the show. What character would be your guest for the next new hero's journey? Hurry, wrote. Man, I can't speak. Hero's journey. And then you put Jedi Luke question mark. Well, so, if you listened to me earlier, I said I would rather have a dark side for the next one. But if we're going heroes, um, I think the next progression is definitely the next Luke. Only because so far we have we had uh, CLS, Commander Luke Skywalker. Then we had Ray Jedi training. I think the only... The only one that would make sense past that is if you were to go central characters to the prequels, it would either be General Kenobi or Anakin, and both of those are already in the game, right? Yes. So I think that the next would have to be, if you went by main characters from the trilogy movies, I think it would have to be Jedi Luke. That's my guess. Yeah, I'm not sure who else you would do. I, I can't really think of any other. I mean, we have Han. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you would go with like Leia or something. Or I, I don't think you could really. I mean, maybe I guess. Um, I which Leia's? Yeah, exactly. Slave Leia. <laughs> I mean, sure. Why not? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think Jedi Luke's probably the easiest answer. Now, if we're talking about like a hero or maybe like a hero's fall, uh, like we've said for 
Like Order sixty six Anakin, please. Um, like if that it was like see- a hero's like hero's journey style event, that would be awesome. C three well, PO why could also C- be hero's journey, maybe. Maybe I guess I don't see that happening. But the yeah, but the reason I said the reason that Anakin Order Six Six Anakin makes sense with this whole journey um, idea is because he was one of the he was pretty much the main figure of the prequels, right? But if you're going to he's already in the game, so if you're going to do him, you want the dark side version, and uh, that would be dark side. So it it didn't fit in the the light side version of this question, but. He would make sense and be on par with CLS and RJT as one of the main characters of a whole trilogy. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Me either. All right. What's next? Uh, Okay. So, oh, no, I get the easy question. You get to read Veralba's. So, do you think it's worthwhile to pause heroic Sith farm raids to get Ewoks at a point where they can get wicked shards from indoor escalation. Um, I don't. Let me answer this by saying my alt doesn't have them at a place to get wicked shards. I just farm him from the hard node, and I'm good with that. You could do it. It doesn't take a lot if you can get them to like gear eight, all of them to gear eight that you want to use, and put speed on them. You can still beat the event that way as well. Um. So it wouldn't take too much gear to get them to a place to farm his shards along with farming Wicket from the hard node. But uh, I I think I'm six star on my Wicket without ever doing the indoor escalation on my alt. So it is possible without having to stop and gear them. But to make it go even quicker, if you got them all to gear eight and put a bunch of speed on them, they're going to beat it anyway and you'll probably be okay. So, yeah, because if you remember, they did nerf the health on the on the ATST for that event. So it really does ended up helping lower geared Ewoks to beat the event now compared to the old one. Yeah. And I I think as far as like pausing heroic Sith raid farms, I think it depends on what you're farming, because, you know, getting two to four Zetas a month is incredibly nice. And yeah, uh, I I think it depends. I think it depends on what the team is. Like if it's like a mediocre team, sure. But if it's like if it's one of your core teams that you really need so that you can complete heroic Sith, I would say no. Completely agree. All right. So, you can handle Veralba's. Let's see how you uh, how you beep this out or <laughs> make it more friendly. Uh, he says, oh, "God, I'm dreading, dreading this." Bleep machine ready, boss. <laughs> Hope I so. Love v. All right. Uh, with Arena quickly becoming a total cluster, Treya dragging herself. From out from every crevice, <laughs> what what teams or tunes can help poor Treya Trailus guys um, destroy her that don't cost the uh, that don't cost the Earth's weight in crystals to buy in gear? 
We know the All Star Jerry team is the new <laughs> is the new dog for this, but can the investment in him be repaid in other areas of the game, or are you just throwing away resources on a one trick pony? <laughs> and to to <laughs> to boot, uh, what what total? Don't know how to do this part. Uh, what what? <laughs> What what total tune to screw people or new ability will CG be releasing for P2P people that will inevitably make Trey useless? Oh. oh, thank you. That was fun. All right, so if you want to enjoy the real question compared to what Wink just said, go to the QA section on Discord and, and read Viralba's question. But uh, that was that was well done. You made that totally PC for this, and uh, it works out well. <laughs> I did my best. Um, <laughs> so I don't. I don't think Treya will be useless. She's. I think she'll be like Han and General Kenobi. She will always be able to be used. She's too good. Uh, you know that that debuff is insane. I, I don't think she'll go away. But I do think that at some point we will see something. Where the Jedi finally rise up over the Sith and destroy them. Uh, that's my hope, at least. We'll see. And I really... I don't know. Uh, I think right now the Grandmaster Yoda Jedi, they can beat Treya. I think that's been... I feel like that's been proved. That you know they can certainly beat Treya. So that's an option. Not going to be great on defense from the looks of it. But... I mean, there are, um, I'm trying to think of solutions. Danger Zone's another one people use. Um, yeah. Well, as far as... Danger Zone's pretty much already geared for most people. Yeah. And C- the CLS, um, R2, Han, uh, Thrawn, and, uh, I think General Kenobi. I can't remember. Uh, that team is ridiculously good against it as well. So, like, there are ways to beat it, but nothing that's overly consistent. So, as far as, like, having OP tunes or abilities, I, man, I, it's got to be Jedi Luke, right? Like, I feel like that's the only for sure answer. Yeah, and on that point, I don't think it's completely pay to play to get him if it ends Treya's meta. Because at that point, it would probably be another panic farm. But people that aren't always paying money might still already be in a place where they can do it with their arena crystals and other things. So it might not be at that point, but it might be something that makes people pursue it if they aren't beating Heroic Sith. Um, So I think that's a good... I think any type of new... Legendary or heroic, a hero's journey type character that comes out might be able to do it and might cause people to pay to get them to do better against Treyas. So that would make the most sense to me. If that makes sense. Cool. All right. Take the next question from Ringer. You get an easy one. This is tough, but I'm going to ask it. And I'll try to censor it as much as I can. Good luck. Here goes. I know. Thank you. Pancakes or waffles? Okay. So before we get into this, I want to go to a question that I swear to God, every time we go to brunch, 
this topic comes up. Do you syrup the waffle, the entire waffle, or do you cut up the waffle and dip the waffle in the syrup? Do I? Yes. What is the correct way to eat a waffle? Cut it into pieces. And then... I cover it and... I cover it... I like to fill every little cup on the waffle with syrup. And then I cut across the lines so the syrup doesn't drip out of yes. the cups. You yes. get a full cup of syrup on every bite. That's That's how I do it. Now we're talking... Thank you. You know what? I am taking a picture of this chat and sending it in a big group message because apparently the proper way to do it is to cut them and then dip them in the syrup because apparently it creates the right ratio of... No. That's wrong. Who is saying this? The sultry female for one and a couple of our other friends. (laughs) Oh, well. You need new friends. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I do not disagree. I think my answer to this question is uh, pretty obvious, but I love a waffle that has been burnt, uh, not burnt, but cooked enough that it's crispy. Now we're talking. That's my favorite type of waffle. If, I, if, if I'm cutting into it and it's crunching, that's my favorite type of waffle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so. I'm with you. Loaded with butter and syrup. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Always. You know what? And uh, side note, also good. Most people never do it. I don't even... A lot of people I've talked to has never even tried it. Have you ever heard of Cairo? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, well, Cairo Cairo is a syrup. It's not the type of syrup that... It's not like maple syrup or any of that, but it's a syrup. Try Cairo syrup on your waffles. Amazing. Just saying. Delicious. No one ever knows about this, but when I was a kid, my parents did this all the time. I love it. No one ever knows what the hell I'm talking about. Interesting. So, so yes, I agree. Waffles over pancakes. <laughs> I agree as well. So, if you could change or add something to the game, what would it be and why? I can harp on this question for something that I, I said I wanted uh, a while ago. Um, but that is, I would love to, I would still love to be able to send characters out on missions for gear. And depending on how geared they are, told you how successful the chance of them getting that mission completed when they come back is. But let me send two or three people off for an hour for five stun gun salvage. Or if I send them off for 12 hours to get, 10 stun gun salvage. Let me give that chance. And and then theme them. It's like this mission takes bounty hunters. If your bounty hunters aren't geared, the chance of them completing it are much lower, but there's still a chance that you're going to get gear. Uh, just things, I think a mission system in this game would be amazing. But that's, that's me. That's They have it in a lot of other games. It would be fun, I think. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I think the one thing that I would add or change, it's one of these two things. I would either add like 100, 200 speed to every character in the game across the board. Uh, That would be amazing. Another idea that would be amazing would be introduce six dot and seven dot mods. Don't get your pitchforks out yet. Hold on. Let me explain. 
But make... So if you did this in combination with adding the speed to everybody, so you would, one, make speed sets much, much more valuable, and there's still the risk of you're actually giving something up to get the speed. You wouldn't be able to do a crit damage set. You wouldn't be able to do any of that stuff. So that would be great. Also, increase the primary stats significantly. Rather than 5.88% offense, make it 10. Make it 15. Make make the set bonuses more. Punish people for not doing a set bonus. Like, all of that stuff would push people into positions where they where they really need to focus on that versus only caring about speed. So, that's my answer. It's the mods are such a weird thing and such a hard thing to put any answer to the speed thing on because everyone has been doing them for so long that if you change speed on them, it would probably cause a lot of people to quit and this and that. It's just, it's a problem now with the speed so much as with mods that it's just the answer to the speed issue is just so hard to come up with. And obviously you've come up with some good answers in the past. I think I have as well. Um, I just don't know how viable any of them are, but it would be interesting to see how that worked up. The only thing I have to say is that a lot of people think if six and seven star mods came into this game, it might be one of the points where if it was done wrong, it would kill the game. Um, I'm not in that boat, but I really, and I really don't think that they're ever going to add them until they get them right. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, but, I uh, think yeah, that's there will an interesting be a idea lot for of, sure. A lot of testing before that happens. I would love to know what their ideas are, but, um, all right. So mm-hmm. McChicken USMC asked, they've added a few droids here and there that are good, but never work on a full droid team. Do you think there will ever be a full droid team to compete with the meta or at least be raid relevant? All I'm going to say is HK47 is a logging character for July. Which is funny. So let me go find where the, when this question was answered or asked because I yeah. closed the QA from more questions uh-huh. Th- this when was we asked... started the first one of these three weeks ago. Yeah. So this was asked on the 15th of this month. Yep. So, uh, you know... Two weeks ago, this was asked. HK47 wasn't even a thought in anyone's head. So here we are. If there's a droid rework, I think there's a very good chance that that does happen. And, um, you know, I they they were viable for a very, very long time. They were some people's babies that they would never move away from until they totally fell out of the arena. One of our good friends and guildmates quit the game because he couldn't use his droids anymore at that point. This was a while ago, but <laughs> yeah. you know, people loved their droids. So, do I think that that will come back? I think that 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 I think that CG has the data from the past, knowing how much people loved droids and droid teams, that they would be interested in making that a thing again, and maybe adding something to it to capitalize on that love of the droids. So, I could totally see it becoming a meta thing again. When I don't know, but I can definitely see it. 
Uh, yeah. So totally understandable. All right. Uh, let's see. Chicken Bottom asks, "Do you think we should start gearing Jawas in preparation for Seven Dot Mods?" I say, oh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I don't think that they will change. <laughs> Bold prediction here. I don't think we will ever see any changes to the mod mod challenges or the mod board for a long I time. I think we will. If six and seven star mods come out, I think that they will be rewards of the highest nature like other things are. Yeah. That's my opinion. But that I, I, I could see them changing... The mod challenges and the mod board. Actually, I don't see them changing the mod board ever again. I think that was just an intro to get you to challenges. There's nothing to add or change there. Unless they added a new type of mod, then you'd have a new level in there. So if they added retribution mods, they'd have to add a new level on that board to get the one, two, and three star mods. But I don't see I don't see changes there for a long time. That's just my guess opinion but yeah so um all right so the final question comes from sour diesel moonrock do you think the three characters from mortis father son and daughter from clone wars season three have a chance to be in the game Uh this is a question only i can answer because you don't know who they are so um, I could see them coming. I don't know when they would or how long that would take for it to actually happen or what the, the, the situation would be for those three to come into the game, but they are definitely some of the more interesting characters from the cartoon. And I always wondered where they just showed up from when I watched the first time with them. Um, but they are definitely interesting characters and would definitely make interesting characters in the game. But I don't know what it would take to bring them to the game. I don't know what situation would bring these three because one would be dark side, one would be light side, and who knew for the other one, you know, for the father. So he'd probably be light side. I mean, it's just, I don't know the situation it would take for that to happen. Could it happen? Yes. Will it happen? My guess is probably not. So. Yeah. Well, are you ready for this next thing? I'm always ready for this next thing. Are you? It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. Oh yeah. It is that time of the week. It is trivia time. Who's ready to watch Goodnight Pop go down? In flames. Well, you gotta hope that that's the case because I'm currently beating you, correct? Yeah, you're up three to two.
Oh, I would also like to point out that this past Sunday, we were on with Reality Skewed Gamers for their charity event for suicide prevention. Uh, if you were there, that was great. If not, uh, you can feel free to check into it. They raised uh, over $9,000, I believe, for suicide prevention. So that was a very successful and awesome thing to see. Uh very good stuff. And the goal was 5,000. Yeah, so the goal was 5,000. almost so doubled the goal. It. Yeah, that was great. So, I would also like to point out, while we were on, we did Star Wars trivia in which you got crushed by Chrome, Grande, Ranger, and Finity. They all destroyed you. And it was glorious. Listen, when I go somewhere, I like to be a good house guest, and I don't like to trample all over the people that live there. So... <laughs> I took last place and let them go and feel good about their answers, and we went from there. It was good. Okay. You know? okay I don't feel sure. bad about what I did. <laughs> Whatever. All right. That's fair. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, I am exiting chat now as we move into... Question one. Before we get there... I'm going to do this real quick because I know people listening to the podcast don't care because they can't see it. But I want to show you something real quick. Okay, you ready for this? Oh, this should be good. What is this nonsense going to be? Oh! 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 Look at that bad boy. Okay, that's legit. We finished it this week. Nice! The uh, Kessel Run Millennium Falcon. Yep, that's that's pretty awesome, not going to lie. I'm jealous. Dude, that thing took me. It had 10, 10 packs of uh, Legos, so you had to do it in 10 different sections. And that I did a section a day, and it almost took me two weeks. Yeah. Obviously, 10 days to do it. It was crazy. My slave one but was But once I finished it, man, way. felt great. Yep. I know the feeling. Right? Felt awesome when you finished it, right? Hey, this is totally right. random, but, you know, if you decide you need a Star Wars Lego like my slave one... Or your Kessel Run Millennium Falcon, you can go to Amazon or actually go to shatteredorder.com and go hit the Amazon link there. That would be awesome. Yeah, you'd get what you want and we'd get something in return. You'd help support us. That's great. I will say this I love my Legos, man. I got the whole thing up here is covered with them. I've run out of room. That's how many I have. Those things nice. are great. Anyways, question one. Here we go. All right. This this week's uh, this week's uh, subject is fleet PVE battles. Um, I've done all the way through four. I did all the way to the point where I everything I wanted to farm is open, so I haven't gone any further than that right now because really there's no point for me okay. besides pride of finishing. But uh, I've only gone up to four D on hard nodes and finished all of four. On normal, so that's where I'm at on fleet tables. But farming Scion, farming uh, gold uh, gold basketballs, and that's where I'm done. So I don't know how good I'm going to be on this, to be honest. That's the whole point here. Uh, So we'll see. But if they ask about five, if they ask about level five, I'm going to have trouble. But anyways, all right, right. here we go. Fleet PVE battles, question one. Easy. What characters 
Character or characters shards can be awarded through fleet battles. This is characters, not ships. Yes, shards, not blueprints. I know I'm forgetting one. I can't remember what it is, though. Oh. Um. Alright, I got my answer. What do you got? I put Ray, Scion, Geno's and Soldier, and Boba Fett. You get their character shards? think so I know you say my answer Scion I know you do Ray and Scion those I know for sure alright we'll see I think the answer is just Scion but we'll see Darth Scion that's correct you don't get Ray, Ray shards you do not I think you're thinking of something else You have to go back and look. I swear you get her and Millennium Falcon shards. I hmm. like I said, you are thinking of something else. Interesting. Uh. Okay. Um. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just thinking because on the regular notes you get blueprints and shards. Probably. Okay, so uh, what about... How does that one get scored? I put four answers. Was there a punishment for too many answers? I would love to give you one, but it says one point and it gives one answer, so... Okay, so I feel like you could have I get painted. You there. could have painted every character. You could have written all 150 plus all right. characters on there and got the answer, so... Perfect. All right. Let's All go right. to question two. All right. Question two. Here we go. Many people stalled out on normal 5E with all the TIE fighters. What is the cooldown for the Imperial Assault ability for in this battle? <laughs> I don't even understand. Uh That was one point, so thank goodness they gave uh, multiple choice. Oh, what are the options? Four or less, five, the same as a regular executrix, or six or more. Uh, okay, I'm not changing my answer. I'm ready. All right, what do you got? I put four. All right, I put B, same as regular executrix. Okay. We'll see. And the answer was C, six or more. Wow. Limited testing showed it happening at turn six or seven, but he goes so fast it may as well be a three-turn cooldown. 
<laughs> that may have why I, may have been why I said four. Nice. All right, why don't we go to question three? Question three: Choose the option that finishes this sentence most accurately. Early indications are that drop rates are the same wherever applicable. Gear shards. Double for gear like golden eyeballs, 20%, not 10%. About 50% for shards and blueprints. Worse for reinforcement mats than Omegas from Cantina Battles. I feel like I need to actually see this one. Alright, well it's there. And I still don't know what to pick. I mean, I know what I feel like, but... uh, do what I feel the same as everyone else? I don't know. All right. Uh, hmm. Interesting. All right, I got an answer. I can eliminate a couple answers, but I'm not sure... What to go with from the remaining ones? Uh, Might I just say I'm really thankful to CG to let us use this music because every week now, just like jazz was, this cantina music makes me happy. It's so good. I, God, I love this music. (laughs) Uh, All right, yeah, so I've got an answer. What's yours? Mine was double for gear like golden eyeballs. 20%, not 10%. Ooh. I put A. You put A, which... A, which makes the most sense. But uh, I'm still sticking with B. And the answer is... B. Double for gear like golden eyeballs. Interesting. Okay. This is what it says. This is the... uh, This is the... The... uh, I don't even know. I had the word. It's gone. This is completely anecdotal. Apologies. But Node 4G Normal has been dishing out the golden eyeballs for some people. And let me just say this. You know how I said I stopped when I started gear farming the things that I wanted? Uh-huh. It's Scion and golden eyeballs. And I l- love farming the golden eyeballs because it seems like they drop like crazy. So that is why I went with B. Uh... So, I have been farming the last node of 5, whatever it is, 5G or H or some crap, I don't know. And I get mm-hmm. the, uh, I get one of the new gear, or not new, but a gear 12 piece. But I'm mainly doing it for the reinforcement mats and Omega mats. And the reinforcement mat drop rate doesn't seem too bad in these Cantina nodes. Uh, I do get Omegas on occasion. Uh, I mean, it's not as rare as, like, Omegas from Cantina, you know. There's actually, like, a decent drop rate on these. Um, the other one I was farming was the one that has the Mark IV Bacta gels, because I need a ton of those mm-hmm. as well. So there are actually some pr- there's some pretty good gear that you can actually farm from the Fleet Arena battles. Definitely. As well as the, uh, gosh, I can't remember what those things are named. 
There's some heroic AT gear that had no place to farm in the past that is now on the fleet arena table. Oh, nice. So I've been farming those two on my alt. Gosh, I can't remember what they are. They're it those don't little. Matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're right. All right. Um. The score, so what's the score now? The score is now three to five. You're up on me by two as we move into. Question four. All right, question four. When the Geonosians show up as a starting trio for the enemy fleet, they are under what leads? Akbar only, Akbar and Tarkin, Akbar, Tarkin, and Thrawn, D, all four. I don't know. I have an answer, though. All right, what do you got? I put B. Whatever that was. Akbar and Tarkin? Yes, sure. I put A, Akbar only. Only because the that event that always pops up on Monday is under Akbar. And I feel like... They probably coded that the same as Fleet Battles, where yeah. it was usually under Akbar. Okay. So. And I don't think that there's a lot of levels that have all, starting three of all Geonosians, but I'm not totally sure. So we shall see. Yeah. Good because point. I don't know if you noticed this, but the mishmash of t- the mishmash of ships going into starting lineups on Fleet Battles are kind of fun. Or funny, I should say. Yeah, that is true. Some of them are surprisingly difficult. So, what is the answer to question number four? It is actually Akbar and Tarkin, so you got it right. Yes! All right, right on. So, that is... is good to, always good to get uh, an answer right off a 25% chance. That feels pretty good. Indeed. And it is now time to go into... <laughs> question number five. You know what that means. Okay, so Tesh said something about the lightning round earlier that it should only go to five answers with steals involved as well. Okay. So that's where we're going with this. Five points max. Um, So ten points total between the two of us. With the option to steal, so you could take all ten points and I could get zero, or, you know, five-five, whatever. Whatever happens. All right. So. Start us off. I don't know how... Well, I don't know how we're going to tell if we're right or not. (laughs) Uh, To steal. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, good point. Or do you want to just not do steals and each of us list five... And whoever has the most right gets the most points. Yeah, we don't have to do stills. Okay, sounds good. Then we'll go back and forth for five questions. And then we'll check our answers. So if you are in chat, when we finish our five for five, if you can bring this up and uh, tell us who got how many, that would be awesome. If not, then we'll double check them after the podcast, whatever. We will figure out who got the points here, but... If you want to give us instant gratification, let us know. All right, so the question is, 
Name a character with five abilities. Anyone with six abilities is worth two points. No moderator. Stop after ten tunes each. Then check. This was before he said five, so we're at five. Contracts do not count. You could go on forever, so you should probably stop after five. Anyway, yes, this has nothing to do with fleet battles. Well, at least you know. All right, so um, there's that. All right, I am going to say Hermit Yoda. Okay, I'm going to see say Grandmaster Yoda. That was going to be my next one. Why did you say that? To throw you off. I guess I'll go with Wampa? Okay. I... Probably wrong with this one. Probably. But I'm going to go Treya. Okay. I will go with General Kenobi. General Kenobi. All right. Um, what else do we got? God, I hate lightning rounds. Um, the best. Bosk. I'm going to go Bosk. Okay. Now it gets tricky. I am going to say CLS. That is Commander Luke Skywalker. Then I'll go RJT. Well, that's goofy. I guess I will go with BB-8. Got... You took my last one. All right, um... I'm gonna go with Kylo. Unmasked. K-Roo! All right, that is five each. Yes. All right, so let me open chat again. All right, here we go. Hello, chat. Hello again, chat. Did anyone have that open? Actually, let's see if the answers are listed on the next page. Here we go. Hey, and this is this question is from Caffeinated Ewok from Future of the Order, so thank you. Awesome job, Caffeinated Ewok. This is a, this is a good question. I like it. Let me go up and... Make sure we didn't miss any uh, shout-outs. I'll go back later. Never mind. This thing is not cooperating with me. <laughs> I hate you, Adobe. All right. So Issue with the QR reader. Perhaps. All right. Here we go. All right. I got them all out Oh, here. you do? Okay. You have them all written down. I will name them off, circle the ones that are... We talked okay, about sounds right. Good. Assage, Bays, BB-8, Boba, Bosk, Churret, CLS. CLS has six, so there's a two-pointer. 
Darth Nihilus. Darth Sion. Darth Treya. Darth Vader. Dengar. Director Krennic. Emperor Palpatine. General Grievous. General Kenobi. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Grandmaster Yoda. Who's GMT? Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin. Greedo. Hoda. Jin. Wow. Crew. Okay. Mother Talzin. Old Ben. Kira. R2-D2. RJT. And Wampa. Woo! Well, all the ones we named were answers. They were, and RJT had has six abilities as well, so that's a two-point answer. All right, so this was... This lightning round was a wash, then. <laughs> yep, 6-6. Six, six. I came out of a lightning round not losing points. I am happy with myself. Wow. Look at you. All right, so uh, we'll update the Look score at me now is to right. 10 to 11. 10 to 11. I like it. I, caught... I, mean, I was only up by one when we started this week, that right? That is correct. All right, gotcha. So I gain one, then you gain one back, and then that's where we're at. All right, so next week is solo characters and preparedness. Uh-oh. So I, if, I ain't gonna be good if you want to have preparedness for next week, uh, start looking at those scoundrels. <laughs> exactly. Get prepared like the scoundrels. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for making it through another episode of the Shattered Order podcast. You can go to ShatteredOrder.com to find all of our previous episodes and show notes and links and all that good stuff. Discord.me slash Shattered Order. Come chat with us. Don't forget that uh, Winks Book Club, that thing is starting up next month. Go get Thrawn Alliances and join our Discord. Chat with us. Go to audibletrial.com slash Shattered Order. And you can get it for free. And the the guy that does the the reading on that is fantastic. You will thoroughly enjoy it, I promise. Uh, anything else? Did I forget anything? Patreon. Patreon.com slash Shattered Order if you want to support the show. And, you know, just help us cover our costs, upgrade equipment, good stuff like that. And get in there with a chance to win some gift cards. So that's always fun. I think you covered it, my friend. So, that should be it for this week. Uh, We'll see what goes on next week. Sometimes we have surprises, sometimes we don't. Um, We enjoyed having the um, Mad Adam and Orok on last week for the interview. Um, We enjoyed some uh, new videos for you guys a few weeks ago. Lots of cool stuff going on with the Shattered Order podcast. So we'll see what's going on this week. Uh, Episode 105 is definitely going on this week. But, uh, yeah. Can't wait to see you guys coming up this week. Uh, if if, If all we have is episode 105, then we also have Discord, which is 
off the charts every single day. Love hanging out with everyone there. So discord.me slash shattered order. Go join that. Have fun with us. Other than that, I think that's it for us tonight, Wink. What do you have to say for yourself? Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.